Greetings, I'm Curtis Joseph, this is In Depth. Recently I did a lot of research on the statehood of relationships in the modern day world. How they've evolved and how vastly different they are. It's amazing now that what I found out is that basically, let's say in France, there's a law where basically you cannot go up and approach a woman and ask her for her phone number in a pure, pleasant way. Much of that sounds like it's archaic, which is true, but I mean, anything that's archaic is never out of fashion. It's amazing that this law that's out there now is, is so strange that basically anything that's conventional, that's that's nice and pleasantries you can't even do anymore without being called out. So it makes me wonder, like, how do people meet other people nowadays? Do they meet other people based on some hidden agenda of they have to match their mind, like, you know, their mentality? Like, it just sounds like things have been just dumbed down. So, like, in the Western colonies, the Western culture, approaching the opposite sex and saying something nice like often i would think one man would have to not be second guessing himself and if he's confident he's just basically giving a nice compliment to that individual and if and if the interaction is basically where you get this risk of aversion or basically this basically this this look of like why did you say that to me or so it's like you did not offend this person if it's pleasant and and you give it with high respect to the individual and and there's strength in that there should be in no way this person should feel like they were threatened by the compliment given unless they are insecure within themselves or they feel like you as a man have a hidden agenda because of your sex now that I find that ridiculous. So it goes back to something from my previous podcast episode of the equality crisis. Like, how is anybody supposed to have a decent relationship nowadays when things like this happen out when you're calling out people for things that basically that are never out of uh, out of style? I mean, it's not archaic. I mean... Well, I mean, let me put it this way. Basically, it, it, yeah, in the former way, it's old-fashioned, it's conventional. But, I mean, it's, I mean, can you say it's really traditional? No, it's the fact is, it's just, it's always been a social norm that's always existed throughout the centuries. But it's this weird thing is, is that basically approaching someone, whether it's a man or a woman, complimenting each other and they're approaching. No one's going to think the worst of a woman approaching a man and complimenting him. But when it's a man approaching a woman, it's a different story nowadays in society. You could be called out and said, oh, you were harassing that woman for for any some compliment when she could have twisted around. Now, I'm not knocking down women nor men. But what I'm saying is that basically this, this high abuse of freedom of speech, basically when you are going out and and attempting to woo someone courting them because you like you were interested in them you're keen on them you fancy them it's become too abusive in our society that basically that that is even to the point where um 
people who haven't given the fair haven't given the have not been given the fair chance to explore a new relationship and being shot down by the opposite sex because of because of some because of some stupid thing because of their sex and you're judging them based on their sex when you haven't given them the time of day about the inner qualities of who that person truly is now that can be very damaging and in fact it is damaging to be doing that nowadays so it, it did answer a question i had a problem a long time ago trying to figure out why why do people continue pursuing relationships if these things persist continue to exist it's like it's like do they live for the illusions do they live for this uh this idealistic superficial type of relationship that that they think they could live up to and hope that the partner that they uh, potential partner that they meet is going to live up to those standards as well like whose standards are they living up to you know to their own or they're just living up to their partner and hoping that their partner is going to live it up to theirs so it's almost sound like it's too uh highly too hyper realistic hyper realistic superficial reality and it isn't real and these type of relationships fall apart and they die because someone didn't live up to their potential based on someone's other's perception that wasn't rightfully so it, it just you cannot live up to other people's standards in terms of that like you 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 grow into the person that you believe that to be based on all the things you cultivated into your life and you authentically find out who you truly are from all the fraudulent stuff that you were not so when you're so when you're complimenting the, the the opposite sex, whether you're a man or a woman, and you're doing it in a genuine fashion, and let's say you you interweave that into a conversation, basically, and it's done right, there should be a no way where that person should get offended, whether they have a significant other or not, and it goes on both parties. But what's interesting is that basically in our times nowadays. It's so strange that basically that even even this uh, the intention of it you will get the look especially if you're male you will get the look of it's like what is your point like what is your agenda like you will be gaslighted for doing it so if a, so like it's almost like basically it's almost like on a rate of scale basically it's like if you're not attractive enough and you did that you would be called out on. So if you're highly attractive enough and the party finds you in, and they favor you, they will accept the compliments and not think anything wiser about it. So it's it's very twisted how the society that a lot of people say they don't want to live in, they're manifesting it in this world today. That very superficial, antagonistic um, uh, way of life. What they don't want, they manifest to uh, to make it happen in this world. So how hypocritical is our world today when it comes to this in our societies? And it's amazing that what you say you don't want, you manifest as wanting. And you make it, and then ones complain about it. And so, like, I mean, I would say I was that individual, like, fighting something a long time ago when I was younger when i was like why is these things happening and it's like i am manifesting things that i don't want and i'm trying to fight it when it's like there should be no resistance to it just do not persist to give any energy to it and it will not manifest in your life
Yes, there are things that will still manifest in your life that you seem to have gotten past, but those things that come back to you are tests to see, do you remember what you have learned in the past? So it's interesting that basically, in terms of conventional courtships, it almost seems, it pretty much seems like it's out the window, like it's basically almost to the point of being nullified. Where basically people that want to have relationships nowadays, yes, it seems like it's just like shortcoming relationships where it's just like stints. So when one person has ended a relationship a year, a year past, gets into a newer relationship and like, and they're in your inner circle, of course. And basically they get into a new one. You would think that basically that person that's your friend or so whoever your relative or who that is, it's in your inner circle, that they've moved on to a partner, a new healthier relationship to the things that they basically understood what didn't work in their previous relationship. They're not going to try, oh, I'll seek it out and like hoping that new partner is going to fill the holes of what that last party did not fill in, which should not have filled in because the holes, if anything, the holes are that exist are within that person that didn't have that knowledge, that compassion, that humility, all that stuff that that they lacked as a human being, as a spiritual being in that previous relationship. And they hopefully would have grown further and they will have uh, developed and cultivated the things that would be necessary to be in that new healthy relationship with that party. So they would not be seeking any approval from that party in terms of what they had lacked in that previous relationship that they might have wanted to seek approval for and they didn't get it. So when it comes to our world today and the things in, that in terms of like courtships, in terms of like being gaslighted and in terms of basically giving compliments to the opposite sex, it's very, it seems to be made very dangerous by those who basically, who seem like they're wardens at the gate the gatekeepers of like, oh, if you're not, if you don't meet my standard of it, I'm going to call you out for because basically you harass me by this pleasant compliment, which is so twisted, so twisted. People who are doing that are damaging the potential chances for for genuine people who are wanting partnerships, genuine conventional partnerships that do exist in our world it's a matter of not spending so much time online and getting out there and putting in the time and meeting people that are of like mind that do want that that probably have had the less of had the same amount of less successes being online trying to find a, a new form of partnership especially the advent of taking um, advantage of technology and it's divided people in terms of this, it's made it bad for other people. When I say again about connectivity, uh, in terms of like meeting someone, yes, the advent, the, the advantageous nature of basically connecting people online is faster. Yes, granted, it's true. Meeting people outside is, is I wouldn't say is equally as fast, but basically, you ha it's an un there's an unknown space. Where basically you're out there, you you don't know anything about the personalities about these people that you're going to meet. You're seeing endless amount of faces. We are strangers in many crowds, and there's a high percent chance that we uh, 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 we may connect and may not connect. Go both. It goes both ways. And this thing has got to stop about this thing, this tearing down. It just seems like when, I don't know if it, it really seems like it happened really when the Me Too movement started back in 2017. 
and and it just goes to show that basically it's just like it, it's like it's it's basically killing a quality that women want for uh, want with men. And all that hard work and all those decades that had passed is just killed it in a sense, or just is, is trying to kill it, not killed it, is trying to kill it. How can you have it if you're killing, if you're, if you're persisting to kill it? It's like basically saying that base, it's just like the equality is there, but we, we will choose how equality will be. So we want equality with the, with both sexes. But we will, but one side wants to choose how the equality will be with that, with the, the other sex. That is twisted, that is manipulative, and it's wrong. And it, it, it to me, it, it, it's so twisted, it sounds like some science fiction dramatic movie, some script, some short story, novella, no, novelette, you know, it, it can't even be flash fiction. Because uh, it, 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 like, it, like it, it's just weird. It is really twisted that basically our world has come to this point where it's it like the process of killing it, process of elimination, is just endlessly going. Like I mean, it really sounds like a movie. As I'm talking about this, it really truly sounds like a new a movie being played out. Where, and I look at it. I mean, just even the other week, I I went out and I'm. Seeing people, people in endless amount of relationships, and I don't envy them. Good on them. I am, I am blessed to, to live to see. Yes, these these are, are relationships. Whether they are serial relationships, they're actually good conventional relationships. That's on them. That is not for me to decide. Nor should I have that power to decide. I am out there living my life. But when I see this stuff, and then and I'm constantly hearing it, and I'm, yes, I am experiencing it well. I mean, I speak of what I know. It is very twisted that that basically that this this proliferates in our world. And it's like I'm a man. I'm I can tolerate it. I can put up. I have a thick skin, and and I don't sit on some soapbox and say, well, basically, well, this, that, and that shouldn't be in the world, and like, oh, like you know, get off my lawn. No, I'm speaking from a very a very well perspective point. Of just saying that basically, yes, this is how our world is, and if you don't know it, then you should see it, because I mean, we all we all have our our ways of seeing the world, basically from our life perspectives. We choose, uh, we may choose the way to see the world that we want to. We we are red pilled and we see the world clearly unbrutal for the way it really truly is, or we just. We're just like, okay, well, that's it, you know. We all have, we ch we have chosen how we want to see the world, right? And often at times that basically how we choose to want to see the world, what gets stripped away of how we actually should, in uh, we need to see the world for what it really is. And today's world, this modern day world courtships, this, this, this process of elimination and this 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 uh, this warden gatekeeper of basically if you're you're saying it you get you're getting caught for saying it like especially if you're a man especially for a man basically you're making you're giving a compliment and 
and you're interweaving into a conversation, which is very pleasant, and then you're getting called out on it by by the look. It doesn't have to be verbally. You're getting looked at as if like, why did you say that? Like, and that, this is the other thing I heard the other day, and it's something I have long thought about. Is that basically that if you're if you I mean you're a male and you you are given a compliment to the fair sex, basically. Or, actually, you know, not good. You, you have no, those that basically say that, oh, well, how come you didn't approach from... Look, the point is, is that basically this, and I'm glad this was an Afro, this was reaffirmed to me the other day, and I was watching another podcast, but it, it was something I long thought about. I had long thought about, and I never really asked anybody at all for, well, why do people think that way? I mean, this is long, a long time ago, basically, but it's just the other uh, couple of days ago that I actually in this podcast I was watching, it reaffirmed something that I already knew a long time ago about, but it was nice to hear about it from another person in the in the realm of this, is that basically you're giving a comp, uh, not a compliment, sorry, you are, you see someone that you're keen on. It doesn't mean you have to approach her. Yes, you're trading looks because you you are attracted to each other. It doesn't mean that every woman that you're, that you may come across as being attracted to, you should approach there should be a you should be a level of restraint. Like like if it's like a conf, if it's a confident boost and you need to talk to, and it's like you think you need to meet every day like meet a new person that's a different story. You're meeting new people by simple interactions, not long prolonged expositions of connections like with these people. Like interactions through shopping, through inquiring about um, something for your business or your uh, your um your friend introduces you to their friend that you know in terms of a coworker that those type of interactions where it's it's platonic it's it's neutral and you're meeting them right and you might create a spark from that where basically that they want to connect with you and that's great that's that can happen and that's you know that's for another uh, another conversation but but when it comes to that it's like you see a woman that you're attracted to, you pass by, you're a male, and you pass by her, and you both smile at each other, that's great. That's the invite of that. But it doesn't say you, you're, like, because she does that to you, you're completely invited to, like, hey, how are you doing? It depends on, like, she, if it's, like, you have it, and she points it out to you, and you talk about it with her, yeah, that's still on the level of platonic, and there's a spark being created, but it's like, it's on a level of friendliness, where basically, that's where it connected. If it's mutual, where it's shared to raise it to the next level, and you both guys feel it, then do it. But if isn't it mutual from the other party, de-escalate it, and move on, because the fact is, is that one party will get the wrong idea about, oh, the invite, and the other party will be offended by it and say, like, you know, you know, and they'll do it as politely as possible to brush you off. Now, in our world today, it is escalated where basically even the slight, even the show of, uh, of the common courtesy of interest where it comes to customer service like that and you make um, a, um, um, a witty um, co uh, comment about the thing that you parties are talking about, that fair sex will think that basically you're picking them up, but when in fact you're not picking them up, you are sharing a like-minded um, camaraderie. 
and it's twisted where men are taking the backlash of that now, where basically, like, I mean, it's just like all those years that men have done this to women, where basically may have had made sexist remarks and all that stuff. Yes, you reap what you sow, but when it comes to just the conventional uh, situations of basically you've never met this person before, you're trying to build some uh, microscopic um, pleasantry of connection, and then you're being put on the spot as being called out on for basically doing this when it was intertwined in terms of the transaction of the connection, which is purely genuine and 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 neutral. So it's amazing that basically this all it's like it's like it's a level of a, a high level of pro, I mean it almost sounds like in a way of I'm not trying to make it so much sound like a, it's Darwinism, but it seems to be that. The process, the process of elimination, basically, in nature. And it seems to have gone to an escalated level where it's basically people have decided to 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 uh, construct it in their own way. So if you're good looking and you're giving the compliment to this person, it, it will be accepted. Highly, if you're highly attracted to this person, it will be accepted. Now, as much as I sound like I'm generalizing, it is a fact. If you're highly, if you're highly attractive and the... Uh, like you're a guy and you're due to fair sex and she finds you attractive, it'll be welcomed. If you're not, it'll be considered, well, okay, they might pity that person for giving the compliment to them and it's like they'll say thank you or, and they'll just brush it up and like, you know, or just basically like they'll be offended by it and it's like, I'm like thinking you cannot be that sadistic to want to do that but in fact there are people that do this. And, and it's like, and it, and it goes back to what I'm saying. It's just like, why do people want to persist in a world to continue to have relationships or, or get into a new relationship if they know all these bad things? And I'm not saying, oh, you should live in fear and not live life full. I keep saying at the end of these podcasts, it's like, life is short. Live it to the fullest. That is true. I live by that mandate. I suggest it at the end for all of you that listen to this podcast. Suggestion. Suggestion is not fear. So when it's just amazing that when these relationships, these potential, possibly possibly potential relations could could happen, have the chance to, don't even get the chance to happen because. It's basically like the wardens at the gates now are basically the ones who are deciding, no, well, your compliment is not good enough for me to accept, so I'm going to call you out and you harassed me for that. And I'm thinking, how twisted is that? To hear stories about that. To, to, to basically, to, uh, I mean, in my own personal interactions, Yes, I'm very careful of what I say. It's always in the joking, fashion, the joshing between the party of it, of of joking. Like especially with the woman uh, I'm dealing with, I'm joshing with her, and she gets the joke, and I leave it at that. There is a no way in those areas anymore when you are like how it used to be. I mean, I would say like ten years ago or fifteen years ago. Yes, you can go and josh with the woman, like kid. Um, and they would get it and like, and you would ask for their phone number and they'd be more than obliged to do it. 
and and it's just like there was no offense because there wasn't a culture of like you were harassing me or like that you try to do that nowadays and you'll be called out on because basically even the innocent repartee that repartee that you may have with the party the joking fashion you have to be very careful about who that woman is and who you're saying it to now like i say like i'm saying again it's the personality of that person not their sex their personality if you're getting if you're getting judged on your sex and you're like you're and there's no defense on your personality that's ridiculous it's like saying every male out there is as bad as the other and basically basically we're, you're you're uh, there is going to be no validation for your personality so it's just your sex because you're a male you are bad you 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 attacked me because you're a male and what you just said is basically a male thing and that is so twisted and if you are that way you shouldn't be in any new relationship if you think about men that way especially if that's what it is if it's a heterosexual relationship or whatever it is you shouldn't be in a relationship because you're in a healthy state of mind to think about people like that way. And if you go into it new, you already have that agenda already in place for that party that you're with that you think that you think, oh well, they didn't they haven't exhibited all those bad qualities yet, but you have them on that platform already, just waiting for them to falter, to fall. They haven't exhibited yet, but if they show signs of it, hit quit out. So there's this culture out there that basically in our modern day world that basically um, that you do wrong enough that basically that doesn't that basically that's so typical of the opposite sex. That's it. Clean, cut and dry. It's not about, oh, well, I didn't give you the time of day of showing all the good qualities. Yeah, they're, they're there to get they're going to see their exhibit, but they have by the time you would initially your initially you're on put you're put on notice in these times you're put on notice in terms of being watched on in terms of like um the falter it may not it may not be just on the forefront of a conscious thing but it's a subconscious thing because all those bad things that that person experienced in that past relationships and judging it based on because that sex always does that I'm keeping a watch on you. They may not show it to you on the surface, but people do show their true colors as the relationship grows, as it moves onwards after several weeks, actually months, months. You see people's true colors. That facade that they present, that you meet them the first time, uh, um, when you get to know them, will dissipate and strip away and you will see them for who they truly are and if you connect with them you're on like-minded and they're consistent and they're authentic and basically they're not superficial and they are good on you you found the diamond in the rough you found the rarity of you know of a partner now there are rarities of partners of a person like that and like i said in my previous um podcast is basically there is that person out there being a one there is being a ones out there like being a one not the ones being a one and 
shouldn't hold behold like just beholden on one individual like there, there are a ones out there you are a ones out there for that party it's just a matter of do you guys connect and have a and like a strong connection shouldn't judge it on based on someone else who who's who's who had equally a strong relationship as that party is you know you focus on your relations with that party not focusing on other people's relationship with them it's like if, it, if it's strong it's like fine you shouldn't be jealous of that if it because it's like you're competing with that party to your own and it's like why you're t you're you're taking away time from your life well actually you're putting too much time in your life or making too much time in your life to worry about parties that you know it's about the it's about the connection that face-to-face, skin-on-skin combat, that thing, that thing in our world that people are harping about wanting it back, when in fact it never went away. It's just that more interaction in terms of the the, the ex, um, having it expedited is being done more online than there is being. I understand that basically it's quicker, it's faster, basically. Yes, in business, it's, it's self-sufficient. And that's why I use social media to connect with people virtually through business. And yes, there are some like a microscopic, like, I mean, like it does, I mean, it does, I do leave an air, like a small little microscopic area for friendly platonic connections, but that's it. Cause it's like, if you, cause anything more than that, they, you have to be realistic about what platform you're using and the connectivity of who you're talking to, right? But I leave an area open in my life, basically. It is for business, but I leave an, a little area where to connect on a platonic level, hopefully enough that it can be translated out of the real world. But I am realistic about that, the chances of that. So when I, so the getting back to this, the thing is, is that this the the old conventional the conventional wave conventional courtships haven't gone away it's it's like it has to work with what has been going on with online the connectivity of online you you would figure that basically when you're connecting people online you are going to take it out into the real world having sustainability for always can having it online if it oh, can only last that way then you know what then it's static. It's constantly static. Where is the real organic connection if you're not taking it out into the real world and actually meeting these people? You have a small, maybe a minute connection of people that you actually really connect with. Not a part, not a groups like you have uh, similar interests, like you a party that. Well, I mean, yes, that's that's the that there obviously it's that's a high perspective in our world today where basically that's that's the case where you're going to meet people that have a lot of interests that that you have as well. And yes, you have differences, of course, but um, you're you're hoping that the, the one would think that basically you're going to take it into the real world, and you meet these people, and you experience even furthermore what you could not experience online with them by meeting them in person, and them meeting you, and that's fine because it's it's done on a platonic, neutral, friendly level, and you're meeting them outside. But when it comes to courtships. And you are using that online connection, those platforms, and you want to take it on the real world. Th there is 
Now, with that area, the high risk of basically, as much as the high risk of just platonic and friendly level as well, as I said before, but when you're on the cordial, it's it's raised to another level because the other thing, the other side is building friendships or having creating new friendships mutually with that party. But when it's intimate relationships and you're doing it, there's another, there's now a higher risk for how thing has been, things have been stigmatized in society. Pleasantry. So, like, to, to to hear these official laws, like in Paris and England, that basically wolf whistling and approaching women and asking her number out, especially if you had a natural, nice, naturalistic connection, organic, and it was mutual. At any point of time, if it doesn't go into that woman's favor because of, or probably particularly something that you said that you figured that was actually was genuinely connected, she could take it as wrong and twist it on it and call you out and say, oh no, you harassed me because you asked for my phone number. Now, as much as I'm using that primary example as one thing, pleasantries, if it doesn't fit to accordance to her on the level how she should accept it as being, she can call you out and tell you, oh, you made me feel uncomfortable. And where you look at it, it's like, wait, I said nothing to make you feel uncomfortable, but she can turn it on you. Now, when do you, when have you ever heard a story or stories that a man had experienced that in the opposite way, where predominantly in our culture, the Western cultures, women are highly facing that, and it hasn't changed. You can go, you can throw it all the way back to the 1950s or 40s, and say that basically. This has been rampantly happening since the last the 20th century to all the way into the 21st century. Like it hasn't changed. This is why I'm saying people who say they want change, they want really more change for themselves than they do want it from the other part. Yes, they say they want it for their, their sex, whether men or women. But the people who often say they want change are the ones who are constantly in their own way and griping about why the change doesn't exist. Because you are not doing enough for yourself and to helping other parties make it so, manifesting it so. Get out of your way if you want it to manifest. If you get in your way, it will never manifest and you will constantly complain about the very thing you don't see existing in the world. How is, how is ever the world going to have equality if others don't get out of their own way of the very thing that they fight to resist? It doesn't make any sense. And I say this by not making any sense because I understand the truth of it. You're in your own way. You're in your way. Every day you are expecting yourself to be consistent. You're going to have your highs and lows. But if you're always demanding of the change from other people, you're saying that these people need to make these change for me um, in an individual, individual, individualistic way. And they're not doing enough. You may think you may have total, complete independence of what you can do. Yes, for your what you want to bring into your life by the things that you entertain to have. But you cannot control the outside forces of all the stuff that in the, out in the world that are not going to that 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 can't change quickly. It's not possible. It's possible to can happen, but it's gradually going to take time. We can't, we don't have immediate powers to snap a finger and say, you know what, the change for this that has been pro, pro, uh, prolonging that sex and this sex and that groups and also, yeah, forget about the cliche, damn, the cliche of it doesn't happen overnight. Forget about that because that, that that's abused and overused 
highly too much. The fact of the matter is, is that you can change, you can, you have an effect on your individual um, environment, your own, what you do for yourself right now for yourself, what you have power for. But you can't change people, other people. You can suggest ideas to them. Whether they change their mind is out of their own volition. Whether they take the option, the options that you present to them as suggestions to them, and, and in terms of their own options that they, uh, through their own self-knowledge, have presented for themselves, that is on them. But the thing is, is that when people say that they've grown and moved on, and that they don't want to have, they they've learned from their experience, you figure that they've got on they 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 made gradual steps and understanding that I've been on my I've been in my own way. That's why I never understood the knowledge that was presented before me. I got too much in my own way, and that's why I didn't see the knowledge. That's why I didn't understand it, the logic. I didn't analyze it. I didn't. So this is so. It is amazing that the the world of the courtships, the world, the Western world of the court with courtships, the modern day world, how things have gotten so bad. Where basically that there are warden at the gates, and I use this metaphorically. There are warden at the gates when you go out, and basically, yes, you can get looked at funny for. I mean, people are always going to be doing that, and, and you have to go about your life, and you have to. I don't say ignore. Just just don't like if you just like yeah, okay, fine, whatever. If that's that's the way of ignoring it, fine. But you're still there in the environment of the person still looking at you funny. So there's no way of really saying you're ignoring anything. You're just there standing there and like, okay, yeah, whatever. But that ignoring is t so temporal until that person leaves the train, and that that you don't you don't have to use the power of means of uh, ignoring anymore. That choice of power is just put away, and until maybe someone else does it, you know, it's someone new does that to you. It's, so, like. Uh, this like, like the human human can the humankind has got to stop. Like, I mean, you want change, you want things to, be, you want equality in relationships or the near equality in relationships. Got to get out of your own way of this. What you complain about, get out of your way of stop complaining about it and then just make it manifest individually for you. You can't make it for this all the mass. Uh, all the masses out there are of the same sex as yours. They have to do that for themselves. When you protest about it, that's all great and dandy. You're in a unified group. How how many of these people can you say out of all out of all of them that surround you are 100% or no? Actually, forget the percentile because that's based on a limited stat. Unconditionally are supportive of you. In the exact same way that you would think that they may be supportive, you are supportive of them. And that is a very large, that is a big, large question to ask. I wonder, and and I wonder what the real big true answer is in terms of, in terms of being realistic without giving giving some bandy answers like, well, maybe ninety percent, or you know, uh, maybe uh, twenty percent, or thirty, who knows, thirty-five. That's a guesstimate. That is a guesstimate. The large, big answer is something that we will, we will never know, unless we had an undiluted perspective, exact way of answering that. Like saying yes, that is the undiluted truth, not biased to anything. Undiluted by nobody's perspective, it's just clear and accurate and coarse. And my, and it, and it is harsh, but it's the, it's. It's the truth.
it's amazing. It's so amazing that that uh, it, 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 it's it's a stupefied thing that that that's that's out there in our world. It's just strange that we 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 as societies, we as in the cultures, just some relationships. And when I say this, there's always potential. There's always potential, and this the true manifestation that the things that want to be changed can be changed. And it's that that old, and I and I hate to say it, but it's like that old Doctor Phil saying, and I and it's true. It's I mean, as much as it came from this man, but I agree with it because I mean, I I put it in my own words a long time ago. Like I mean, when I say a long time ago, I'm talking about ten years ago. Um, you don't. You can't change what you don't acknowledge. You can acknowledge that basically, I want to change. But if you don't acknowledge that you are part of the problem of why that change doesn't exist, instead of, you know, and you blame other people and say, well, this is the problem, then they're always going to be your problem. And it's like saying, well, let's move them out of the equation. It doesn't stop. It's not the person. It's the idea. It's the ideology that's constantly adopted in our societies that permeates and it gets in the way of all of us from moving forward. How can you have change if you are not part of the change? If you don't invoke through actual action to make the change? Now, I'm not talking about ranting and post uh, uh, protesting and all stuff. It, that's a, sh a shouting match against those they feel that they are um, are resisting against. Like, you're resisting us because you're not listening, so we're going to go up against you. That's all fine and dandy. But hopefully enough, there's change and you're not inciting violence. So relation. So the point is, is what I'm making is that relationships nowadays, when it comes to the conventional courtships, it hasn't gone away. Online activity is, set, is sitting right beside it. You've got to weed out a lot of people to define a few potential suitors that that are a one not the one who because putting the one on the platform is very dangerous a one is mean it's a as a possible potential suitor it goes both ways men and sex men and men and women a one not the one. The one means out of all the nearly 8 billion people on the planet, this person is the one that I was destined. No, that is so damaging because you are eliminating another, you know, eliminating other individuals that could be, you could say that they could be better than this person. The fact is that you just didn't see a lot of qualities in this person that it didn't match to you. And, you know, so you you next. The one is dangerous. All one is better. And I suggest this because all ones is like you have... Like, so you could say... The, people could say that the ones are the same as all ones. And all one is basically saying you're realistic to know that there are other suitors that are potential for you. The one is like saying, oh, you're eliminated. You went through this to this to this person. And then you found that particular one who exemplified all the other qualities that other ones that got near to but just didn't and a one means is basically that you 
that you, you're you're getting more grounded with yourself of like stripping away this 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 ideology of like uh, and as much as an all one seems like an ideology, but it's in a sense it's like getting it's like pure, purely stripping away this fallacy that the one is the hallmark of like the partner I should be with like like all like uh, this person lacked all these other qualities lack 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 and I've found the one out of the entire world who's and all ones means that basically and like I said you could you can name the term as being all ones or the ones as being one and the same I personally see it as basically all ones as being realistic that you're stripping away all the the, the fallacies of how you should be looking at the the, the superficial the one where it's just like they 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 just didn't have the qualities to be the one like they're just the they were just um a standby like they were there yeah yeah you know you were no no you are classified as the one this is the you hold the mantle you are there it's i don't know it's exhausting it's tiring it's it's a waste of time and and like there are ones you are a one because it's not you holding on to it's not you having that moniker it's not them having that moniker it's it's the point is that they are realistic about as they move forward they are stripping away the superficiality of what they th think they want in a partner when they will come to know what they want to be in a partner like they will they will think that would have they had known in the beginning what they believed they wanted based on their past experience and then they get to a point where yeah okay fine but as they soon to get to know these parties that they're dealing with, they they will even further be stripped away if they're realistic and they allow themselves that the power of allowing it they will be stripped more and more as they see the little fallacies that they had built up about what they think they want in a partner partner will be further stripped away and they will get to a place where they will be strongly realistic about what they know of themselves even further because when you're getting to know somebody you will understand even further about yourself or what you want in a partner what you what you know what you want in a partner not what you think you want in a partner what you know what you want in a partner and and as that such all that stuff that you have built up will dissipate and you will be authentically real in your partner i'm not what i'm saying uh, basically is that it'll strip away and you will get to that place. Most people in this world don't get to that place. And that's what we, there's are many, yes, we, there's a difference between being in a succession of failed relationships, but there's a difference being, there's also a difference being in a succession of failed relationships where you get away from what you were not before. You get away from what you were fraudulently before and getting to an authentic place where you are realistically who you know you need to be for yourself. And you will more than qualify for that partner and they will more than qualify for you and they will be they will be they will be um the equal not by any not by any world standard they will be the equal that would be unspoken to you as you are to them and as much as many people have have proclaimed to say that and i've said that to myself when i was even younger that I learned after so many, so I mean, over 20 years, 
But I learned to get away from that 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 mindset of that thing I'm very much talking about. And and I'm better for it now. I'm not just saying right, right pleasantly as I speak, but I'm better for it as those long years have gone in my life. But the past, present, and future are all intertwined. All of them are interconnected. None of them leave us. So what I'm saying is that... Uh, it's like the world, like, is, like th this gatekeeping nonsense has got to stop when it comes to... It has to stop. It has to stop. Because with all the craziness that is going in our world today, and that long answer of like why people can, well, yeah, to continue the gene pool, to continue the legacy of families, great. But what it doesn't do, and it's, and it's not, what it doesn't seem to, uh, I'm not saying that it has should have the power of mean and stop it. What what is not stopping in this world, or what is it was continuous and it's like it's just a, seems to be a regulated, naturalistic thing that the human condition won't seem to weed out of itself is that the constant hurt that other people bring upon others because they feel like they are entitled to it, that they're better than other people when they are not. Um, that it's fine to now uh, take pleasantries and turn it on somebody and believe that basically I can weaponize it because you know what? Because you weren't sufficiently good enough for me, uh, I can turn around on you and like, hey, you know what? You harassed me. You assaulted me. You, you, you know, because of... And it's like, really? Come on. Like, Seriously. And you want a relate healthy relationship, and it's like you, there, if you're doing that to the person that you don't like, you know, in the world, you know, in fact, you can do this work. What you do to others, there is a prayer. There's a high chance you will do it to the partner that you're with. Would you say you will never be rude to the party, uh, to the partner that you're with? And you end up doing it to the other people that you don't like, that you don't care for. You are going to do to the person. All that it takes is for the person to be on their bad side to that party, so their significant other be on the bad side of their party, they will change. People do authentically show who they truly are after 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 a good long time of you getting to know them. There's no getting around that. People authentically show who they truly are after a long period of time of you getting to know them and them getting to know to you, vice versa. There's no getting around that in the human condition. It's just a fact. The world's fact. We all know this. And if we don't, I suggest we should know it. So, it, it it's just strange. It's just really strange. This is really strange that basically that as much as the concept of saying get out of your way and you'll see the change doesn't seem to resonate in this world. Doesn't want to seem to resonate in this world. Living by fallacies, living by lack uh, non-truths. White lies, little it right, really. It's it's a waste of time. And like I said, people who complain about not having time, 
and you didn't make time. You didn't make time for the time you actually wanted. You just didn't make it. You just, I didn't have it. Sure you had it. You just didn't make time for it. This, the modern day world, the point is, conventional courtships have, haven't gone away. They're not passe. You consider that you can, we can consider them timeless. What it is now is that basically it's interwoven into the online activities that people do. And it's like, there's a high risk state of how many of us would like to take what we connect with people online with out into the real world. I'm talking about actual person to person interactions. How many of us actually the people that we connect with take it out in the real world because that's what it is nowadays. The fast immediacy of connecting people online to people out in the job, uh, the real world. I mean, it's a different organism. It's a different beast. The naturalistic unknown of going out there and meeting people in the world, which has gone on for centuries. So now in our, like, that hasn't changed. That naturalistic unknowing of going out in the world and meeting people, that has been happening for centuries. But in our world today, the high proliferation of the interacting connectivity of meeting, of talking to people, of connecting people online, like how many of that do we really take out of the real world, especially people in our local area that we meet? And yeah, as just as I think about like the rate of like the dating circuits, meet groups and all that stuff, like, yeah, it is out there. Because it's weeding out what we will have a hard time uh, doing in the real, like in the actual nat naturalistic spaces. Because it's like it's unknown, the connectivity, it, it, it'll cut, it'll ebb and flow. It'll depend on who the person you're interacting with, or people. Well. Courtship, 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 courtship. I'm. It's very strange. It's very strange that this this gatekeeping thing, this 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 uh, this process of elimination, calling people out on pleasantries, and and at any time it can be turned on you and be weaponized, and. And I'm, I am not at all saying live in fear, but we re it's pretty much the same. It's the thing. Pick who you choose your battles with. And I'm not talking about in conflict. I mean, really, like, choose who you have that communication with. I mean, carefully in terms of speaking and not like walking on eggshells. But you just never know about people nowadays. You never know. And I have said before, you, it would, not even in a hundred years will you ever know a person behavior yes because it's repetitive predictable but in the true essence of the nature within that soul that person that individual you will never know because there's so as much as you may interact with people and think oh they're a simpleton that you know what you never know how much deep agendas someone has within themselves you don't know and I'm not saying, oh, live in fear. No, not suggesting that. Norm, I'm saying that basically 
don't presume to say you you think to know somebody so well. You may know them by habit. Know them by the inner core, you don't. None of us do. We cannot afford to live in that blind ignorance. It's not, not healthy for any of us at all. It's not healthy for any of us. We have a world that is so much full of new potential and the only way it's going to happen is that if we get out of our own ways and stop being these gatekeepers or allowing these people to be the gatekeepers to change things that basically they were never out of out of uh, out of social norms like conventional relationships, pleasantries, all this in courtships. It's just like and it's a funny thing is too is that basically I heard. Well, actually, I know, but I always wondered about this, is that basically that if this the quality of the approach, and I and I and I know I'm, I would share this with a lot of other men. It's like thinking like, why doesn't women approach men as you know without you know just the fact of an equal playing field, like the, of I meaning like yeah, she's right of mine, she can approach me like. Why doesn't that happen enough? It doesn't happen enough, not in the Western cultures. Because if it is happening, if it was to really happen, if it is to happen, there's a stigmatism, there's an idea of like, oh, because she's of this personality, that is why she approached me. Where it seems to be by, per, uh, by a predominant fashion that if it's a male, especially, no, it, no not if it's a when it's a male, it's like, well, it's in his nature too. Yeah, we could say that and say, well, that's just a thing. That's just how things are. But if it's a woman doing it, it's almost like a, a hype. Um, it's like a, almost like a hypothesis. It's like, yeah, maybe she will. But if she has to be of that, that's poppycock. That's nonsense. That is nonsense. We, this is nonsense. If you are sound mind, you are competent, confident, able. Whatever your confidence level at, which is confidence level is enough to to approach somebody that you're keen on, then do it. I don't care what sex you are. I mean, like, like, basically, like, like the, the woman approaching a man. There shouldn't be any idea about well, she's of this personality. That's why she's approaching. No. Why set up that illusion? Why be presented with that? Why do that to yourself and project it on some woman you have yet to be speaking to and not even a word she's uttered in her mouth and you're predicting that's why she... But come on. It's enough that that women project, think that about men because he's an alpha male and that's why he's approaching me or, you know, it's all these monikers, all these ridiculous monikers of that's why the person approached, that's why you were of that person. Look, you live... You you live being you, with no titles. Yes, you have a name you were born with because your parents gave it to you. Great, fine, and dandy. But you are you are the individual that you are. Know yourself within, and you have and you project yourself out in the world, as being, authentically from within. Without is what's projected. And. And yes, we are all different to other people. We are never really ourselves. We are different. We are authentically different. To, we are different to other people based on how their personalities are. But we are still are truly ourselves, right? The whole, whole. 
but this this moniker is about oh this is like you know what I have always wondered about that and I realize that you know, uh, that basically that yeah you do gotta be careful what you wish for in terms of like oh why don't women approach me or or you know what it depends on that personality you, you you might be biting off more than you could chew but that depends on the party that you're meeting on entertaining yes you gotta discern about who you're interacting with and if you sense they're gonna be caustic and bad for you don't interact with them. But the quality field, that illusion of what it should be, this, like, you know, a quality should just be the fact is I respect you highly enough for seeing you, like, you as a human being. And that's it. I mean, it's simplistic, but, you know, anything that goes beyond it in terms of judge, the judgmental state of, like, oh, this is how it should quality, it's like, you're, you're already setting up a process of elimination of what a quality should be. This is how the standards I think of quality should be in my life. So, you know, you're not living up to it. Okay, you're gone. You're not living it up. To it. Okay, can you say that's tolerance? No, you're just saying this is how the category of equality should be. That's ridiculous. And, and to bring that up, to create that, you've already created a fallacy of how the very thing is, which a lot of people have struggled in the world to want to have with other people other beings basically not because of their race or their ethnicity just to have it completely like you know and not give it a, a stamp of approval on oh, this 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 these are the criteria come on it, it doesn't make any sense uh it's just <sighs> anyways Things can happen. Things can change. New potential possibilities can manifest. And there's and I I can't say it enough uh, that basically that get out of our own way. The change to manifest. The change that's possible in an individual nature, of course. Others have to have to be charged. To want that charge of responsibility, to to do what they have to do it for themselves. To do it in the mass groups, that's great. But at the end of the day, you're the one who's going to be consistent to see that that change manifests fully in your life. In like like away from other people. I mean. Because it's you at the end of the day that's going to have to see that manifest and not gripe about it and going forward. Because otherwise you're going to be stagnant in that fight of resistance of the very thing that's so intangible. You cannot put a license, a price on it. And you've really got to live because you're going to find out that basically you would spend so many days and see how... How quickly it, it's been expedited where those days have gone so quickly so fast and that fight has been so prolonged where basically you will missed out on the greater amount of things in life that will have been right that could have been in your life to, to expand it instead of fighting the very thing that we can't put a price on a license on nothing nothing because these things are intangible that the very things of that those things are intangible to the thing that you want 
So what I'm saying is that with courtships nowadays, conventional courtships, the equality of it, these gatekeepers, the point I'm out of this is that basically it's it's dividing people. It's dividing the very society that I live in, that I see it, hear it, and I know it. So when I, that very a big, large question of like, why do people continue to have relationships and go forward knowing that all these things in the world, good and bad happen. Good, good and bad, can you say good outweighs the bad and bad outweighs, or do they just, it ebbs and flows. That's the realistic point. Brutal truth, it ebbs and flows. What's constant, yes, is, is what's the hardest thing to do is to be consistent about how authentic you want to grow and be. And as much as many of these things out there, those things are compartmentalized and made it sound like they're trends and fads when they're not. And, and like, you've got to, as much as you take sound advice from other people that you, you know and you and don't know, to the, ba the bad advice that, that just that bleeds over like a Band-Aid or, or just, just the, the covers over like a bandit to, you know, to our cultures out there. It doesn't help. And these people complain about why things haven't changed. You can't take simplistic band-aid natured uh, answers or, or things that you don't manage into your life. And you need to compartmentalize it and why it doesn't fully supersede of your life when you fully or should be implementing all these this richness of goodness into your life so you are way past for yourself as a person in dealing with it and you share it with the people in your life that may be struggling with it but you share it in suggestions and whether they come they they are already compartmentalizing things in their life and realizing that they're in their own way by really by doing it yeah you compartmentalize things in terms of the things that you're responsible for you on a day-to-day -day mundane basis but that ever-growing growth it's constant that can never stop I mean, you want to stop the world will not stop with you the world and time and life will move on it will never stop for anybody on this planet not for animals not for not for not for plants not for people nothing everything that's organic that this planet has will naturalistic in a naturalistic fashion, we'll move on from the very things that live upon it and live within it. Meaning in the sea, on land, sea and air, whatever. Birds flying to 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 fish in the sea, to living um, beings like human beings, animals, what have you. The earth will move, the life moves on. Earth will continue to naturally do what it, it's always done. Gaia will always do what she has naturally done. Time, life, earth, death. Like I said before, they have their own agendas. As much as that sounds funny, it is not funny. The point is, these things I've just mentioned do have their own agendas and they will move on without us. Whether, you know, and the point is that their agenda is highly are highly bigger than us because we are here so, for such a short time and there have been too much squabbling in this world with things that people had the ch already have the, the 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 
the ability to get to have those answers, those undiluted truths, instead of their fallacies of truths of what they want to believe, and not taking it for what the how the world really is. The fallacies want to supersede than how the naturalistic world really is. It's you end up finding out whether you learn or not. Whether you well, actually say this, you will find out one way or another. Life ends up teaching you it, and and that in no way could I say that as a suggestion. It's just a fact of our world. It is a fact. It's not one man's fact. It is a world's fact, and that's how it naturalistically is. Life has this brutal way of getting us to wake up and realize what is really going on. To living. A life that you can't have that you can't have that you are in your own way and I find with this and I say lastly the relationships that are going on nowadays yeah they're different from them how they were 10 15 20 years ago in terms of the the naturalistic uh, mechanics of things yes it's still there but you're being watched now depends like if you're male and like in your, your female, you, it's a, there's a degree of being watched of this carefulness of this, like of what you say and how you how you said it, and it's a headache. No man or woman should have to be doing this to themselves. Yes, you're cautious about like, like you know, if you're not keen on this person, like you, like that's simplistic. You, you, if you have that high wherewithal and you, and you're attuned. You know, you will know immediately if you connect or not with them by the na the naturalistic nature of the communication of the parties. You connect or you don't connect. You move on. You don't stick around and prolong something and then have them put a moniker on you that it's unfounded and you don't deserve it. It doesn't make any sense. But unfortunately, our Western culture lives with monikers, lives with titles based on things that don't stick to us. It's intangible. We don't give license. We don't have a license to it. There is nothing that defines us by those monikers. So we can have these natural conventional relationships. Yes, it has to work. It seems to now have to work intertwined to these online connections. And, and yes, you can build profound connections online, but hopefully enough, you could take it, we can all take it into the real world. We may not meet everybody that we're connecting with online. That's, you know, unless it's a huge, large gathering, masses, that's, that's, that's possible. But the real connections that we make online, hopefully enough, some of, us, some of us will take it into the real world. Well, all of us, we can take some of them into the real world and connect with them and have a more authentic relationship with these people, depending on what it is mutually meant between the two parties or parties. We get it our own way. Things can change for all of us. But if we don't do that, that constant complain, complaining will constantly happen. And we'll have nobody but to blame but ourselves. And as much as we think that those believe that we um, should just so do it, doesn't make it right. That we should ultimately blame everybody that that's why things are happening. No. We get out of our own way. Hopefully the people in their lives will get out of their own ways. 
whether they naturally by self-knowledge learn it or life externally shows them it but life does it by projecting it it doesn't suggest it projects it by harsh in its invoked nature it shows it like so the point is that I'm making is that basically this change that everybody in a progressive way wants it's there already the ego is in the way ego is necessary in terms of like yes you've got to be strong in the thick skin area of the career that you're moving towards and you you're going to take the the, the knocks but you, the knocks but you're going to move forward and it's it, and you get more resilient but you don't get to you don't get angst you don't you, you don't get harshly cynical and jaded about the fact that it's like uh i'm hard now and uh like come on sounds like you know the, the old codger get off my lawn come on <laughs> it's just it's ridiculous no get in it we get out of our own way realistically get out of our own way whether it's by self-knowledge or life does it to us we get out of our own way we we maintain a level of consistency with how we grow forward not like how we we should we we we, we set it on scale we just we embrace what the day brings beyond what the what we plan for it yes we plan but often enough the day often surprises with things we didn't plan for not saying we should all embrace everything but i mean like be open to what comes but whether you interact with it or not yes that's a different story in terms of like i'm going to participate in this i'm going to participate in saying yes to this and saying yes to this and yes 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 or you know so when i so basically ultimately just the power of allowing how you interact is another story with it but the, the but conventional courtships and all the stuff that I've been speaking about it has come to a point in our world now that that you could be you could have something that's so pleasantly done with somebody and have it turned around and turn on you which once which which is something that I know in Canada doesn't have yet but um, the concept of title nine which I know it's in the United States is very very and I hope it doesn't happen here in Canada but um, but I mean it'd be in terms of protecting students and all this stuff uh, when it cut when it comes to sexual harassment and also but it's a very dangerous thing when things are not true and turned against you and it could ruin your life something that completely falsified in accusations and turned on you and you commit to nothing but the true truth and those truths supersede the falsehoods of those accusations the your truth could be turned it can absolutely be turned against you and you could be you could be pretty much the hated person in the room 
and or in the 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 crowd and 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 it's amazing that a lot of minds can be swayed because they don't know the truth and as much as they may hear the truth and they still don't know all the other nuances and, and things and minutes and how things really played out between you and that party or whatever. It hasn't here in Canada yet, but I'm sure it is going to be here soon in its own title, moniker, or form. And it's great that it protects people, but at the same time, too, it shouldn't be abused in this gatekeeping nature of protecting those who abuse the very thing that they were never abused by, only to twist it on twist somebody's truth that was authentically true to the situation that could have that could have helped them but didn't protect them. Because our world judges us or the things on the things that have harshly happened to one sex or the other chooses one sex more than the other. And that's unfair. That's completely unfair. And, and knowing that, where's the equality in yes, I don't I don't condone sexual harassment and, and things that happen badly to either sex, men and women, because it happens to both people. Just unfortunately we hear too much about it happening to women than we do happening to men, but it does happen to men. And it does happen to children. But when we live in a predominant culture, cultures that have this idea that we must side so much with the fair sex and not with men equally, there's a problem. So how on earth can anybody have an equal relationship with a partner, with the opposite sex, with somebody that they don't know yet? You're meeting somebody yet new. And you're not telling me that none of these things are running in their mind thinking about this in terms of, but you know, then again, what I said earlier is that somebody that has been in a previous relationship, all the things that they lacked in that previous relationship, yes, they're going to bring that baggage into that new relationship in terms of how they, they look at that baggage as being to them, as being uh, beneficial caustic and, and damaging, detrimental, whatever it is for them, they're going to have standards for that new partner they're going to be with because they, they see stuff already that, yeah, they don't exhibit what my previous partners, all of us have done it, all of us are going to continue to do it. But the problem is in our society is that basically, societies now, is that basically it's gotten to the point where basically the process of elimination, these quick relationships, in and out quick, they're, they're fleeting. So when I look at the relationships that are out there now, and just as a study, anybody could say this is a generalization, but the point is, is that basically that's a fact. The generalization is a fact and point of how our world really is. It's the truth. It's not my truth. It's the world's truth. Yes, I stand up to saying what I'm speaking about because I, be I know it. I firmly know it. And it's and it's come to and it's like and it's like like and it's like yeah it answers my question like people believe what they want to believe how a relationship would be and when it doesn't live up to their standards they hit and quit the relationship nowadays 
Some of them go through the cycle of like, oh, hoping I can change my partner. And when that's an old fallacy that has died has died so long ago because it's something that nobody can live up to. You cannot change somebody. If the person is not who that you want as a partner, and you're not sharing the same long-term values, why are you with them? Hoping that they'll change one day to live up to come on. I mean, yeah, you go you grow, you grow to know things about each other. That's what a relationship you grow to know. You grow, you grow individualistically in an individualistic nature. It through your own your differences of interests, but also you, you grow together with your similar interests. That's on the basic conventional layman's way. But relationships are more complex than than just saying that. They're so deeply complex. But it because I. Because to me, I mean, I've seen, I mean, we are, I'm sure many of us have seen this. this is, we see couples yelling at each other out in the open streets, complaining, and they're standing 25 feet away from each other. One party is walking ahead, not looking back, while the other party is shouting at the other. And then the, uh, then the party that's walking ahead turns around, and like, you, you need to raise, uh, lower your voice down, you're making a scene of yourself, and the other party is so intoxicated by their... Um, Hostility, they don't care. They don't care about anybody that's around them. They are making their point. You need to hear me. And it's like, if that's exhibited outside, you can only imagine what it is inside. And that's, and I say this by, and that leaves us at, and I say this, the outside, the, the, the internet, and as much as it's beautiful for what it is, it's also the Roman Colosseum. It gives every one of us, if it's presented and people are making it public, it gives license to everybody to give their two cents to judge people that they don't know. To tearing down quickly. And as much as it's been for years and years and years, centuries, you're out in public and you're with your partner and people are looking at you, uh, looking at your partner and like, yeah, that's... <laughs> It's, it's just the natural human thing to do. Just, it's just, it's just the thing. Getting judged and laughed at by some parties looking. That happens as well. We all face it. That's just, I, to me, I find it to be, it's just stupidity. They figure they're invincible. They're not invincible. That relationship you see with them, that young couple, that young couple that you, they think they're so invincible right now, and guaranteed in 70 years they will not be together. 70 years they will not be together. Why I say that is because there's too much choices. There's too much choices now. There was choices back then, yes. But as one friend said to me, that the the lack the the lack in technology and communication wasn't available to us back then. That is true. But the options availability is has been as was wide back then as it is now. The only thing is it's readily more available with technology. And the swipe left a right culture and all this stuff. Uh, I personally would never go on Tinder, but I do know what it's like to go on Match.com. I do know what it's like to go on Plenty of Fish. I do know what it's like to go on any of these dating websites. And it's a process of elimination. And as you get older, your potentiality for partners diminish. 
you have a higher more rate chance of meeting somebody unconventionally outside in an unpretentious nature in the real world than you do online because you are you're judged being on your looks and you're judged on your activity is it as equal to them as the parties that they see in your pictures far apart from your description on how you describe yourself uh, what you what you want in a part how you see the world and how you forget that there there's a microscopic view of people that actually look at that but when you're judging your picture and your activities and your photos you're, ju you're being judged more on that than you are on anything else yes you're going to get the diamond and rough that's going to read your profile see your pictures and really want to meet you the diamonds in the rough the uh ones uh ones not the ones uh ones are ones who are realistic the ones who are not realistic and pegging it on solely one human being spiritual being out of nearly eight billion people like that one supersedes every no no the ones that like you, you could have but you weren't uh ones mean they are good enough let's see if we connect do we work out okay no mutual respect me what but this is not the case this this etiquette of respecting like you okay we're, we don't work out fine there are people that take this harshly there are people yeah i've had my share i've met people on women online that have didn't have this idea they didn't get it and i remember i got chewed out once by a woman that i met on uh match what was it uh plenty of fish and i told her that i was not going to meet up with my friend and i didn't realize that the date was not going to happen and it ended up wanting to, the woman did want the date to happen, and I realized that it wasn't going to happen after the fact. So what I'm saying is to correct myself from what I just said a, a few seconds ago, is that I didn't believe the date was going to happen. But the woman wanted the date to happen, but I ended up making plans with my friend before ahead of time. So I made plans with a friend of mine to, to go to dinner, hang out with him. And the woman wanted to go on a date with me. So I had... I knew so okay let me correct this a woman wanted to make a date with me a day before it didn't work out and i made plans with my friend to go to dinner so i hang up with my friend the woman called me and said like uh we're still on when in fact that it wasn't going to work she already canceled on me the day before so i made plans with my friend so she called me a jerk and i was like and she was brazen and it was like can you not handle it and it's like Handle what? There's nothing to handle. It, look, it's not going to work. You and I don't connect. You're brazen. I don't like her. Per like, I didn't say, was, I just found her personality too brazen for me and too bold. And it, it goes right to what my friend said to me. Like, be careful what you wish for and the type of woman that you want to meet because you might not end, end up meeting a woman that you do not want to meet at all. And yes, I want confidence. And it's like, because uh, I mean, it would be nice if you were approached. Because I mean, I've heard stories and seen it. It's just like that, yeah, there are some women that, I mean, in a naturally good relationship, I don't know how good it is with the, between those, the man and the woman, but women approaching a, a man, uh, a, 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 this fiance, um, proposing to her partner, her male partner. How is that in any way emasculating a man? It's not. It's just a role reversed. It's just something that's in a fictional world. And in, 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 if I was to write it in a book, uh, me being a writer, writing in a, in a story or, or, you know, some writer, famous writer, it doesn't actually, you know what? It doesn't have to be a famous writer. Some, any writer, who it is, I don't care who it is, male, female, writing a book, a dramatic story that's 
different from being a conventional, typical, prototypical story. And the woman, the protagonist, proposes to her um, uh, reflect uh, her uh, her um, her supporting uh, partner, like in terms of like he's he's not the main focus, but she she is the focus. Or you know what I mean? Then it's like the male always constantly expected or not ex the way the world has been projecting that for so long that the male is supposed to be the one uh buying the engagement ring and i'm all for that it would be nice if the woman did that this is where you can get to a quality where basically people are not thinking about oh well it's it's switching where it's taking the role of the man's responsibility to do it you want the quality stop complaining about the lack thereof if you want equality, then basically make it so. Be the example for yourself. Don't worry about what other people think about you being the example of. If they follow suit, then that's on their ownness. If a woman, if I had a fiance, significant other, and she proposed to me, not at any time, not even now, I mean, not even now would I ever think, or beforehand, or in the past, would I ever think like in terms of thinking and thought like basically that i would ever think that basically she's emasculating me because she's the one proposing me hell no 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 because this this is the thing in the world that basically has got to change if she proposed to me like, I mean, the, the question that anybody would have in mind, like, did she do what the man did, where she put aside a quarter of her income and gave me the, you know, thing? like, if that's the case, then why don't, why doesn't it change for, the, like, in the process for them, like, they go and buy the engagement rings for themselves. So she proposes to the men, and they go to a store and buy the engagement rings together. That's an idea. I'm sure it's been done. I'm sure there have been people who already thought about this before me that has already been doing this, are probably doing it now. Then the conventional, the man is always doing it. The man is a, so. And yes, women have the means now to more than ever to make the like highly make an in income equal to a man or even supersede the man. And it's fact is it's not about oh it's the gender. It's the fact is that you have the right in space to succeed in this environment equally to everybody that's working in not you're not judging them on their sex you you have the equal right to be there to work as hard as you want to to you know to be to the level to make the company better make the company better you get efficiently better. You're helping your coworkers to get better. They're helping to you get better. You're making the whole conglomerate to be better. And if we, and if it's always this constant individual individualistic nature of like, oh, it's the uh, uh, the females taking the males. Look, like I'm seem to be getting way off point in terms of. Well, actually, I'm not. I'm trying to bring it around circle. It, it, like it, it's really about the fact is that the culture out there today is gotten so far crazy that we in citizens of the society have uh, got something to fighting a resistance of it the intangible start being your the the, the ever constant change 
being the that what I mean by ever constant change, the 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 knowing it that it can't exist and has a right to exist in a good, proper, beneficial way to everybody, everybody. Be it for yourself. Don't try to be it to, to seek approval from other people. It's not dismissing these people. It's just like you don't need to because it's like you're exemplifying what you authentically know that has the right to be in this world. And it's like, I mean, and it's, and, it, and it's betterment. It's not like you're better than these people. It's just like you're better for yourself because you are growing. It is your individual path. You came into this world alone. You will leave this world alone. But we are never really alone in in the in the uh, through the middle aspect. We are always with we are always with around people. We're always around. There's always unless you want to live in a desert. That's a different story. But it's just strange that basically this 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 old it's like it's now an old adage that we we live in an age of high connectivity, but at the same rate we live on lands of great separation. We gotta change. We've got to change. We've got to change by letting go. Like authentically letting go of the very thing that's in our way. Get out of the way, meaning we get out of the way of ourselves and hopefully enough, we authentically, no, not hopefully, we will exactly be where a lot of people have say they wanted to be at and just never got there because they were too busy in their own way. And because we have the potential of getting there doesn't make us better than them. At... It means that basically you awoken to realizing that basically you squandered all this time making excuses of why it didn't exist when in fact you could have been part of reason why. But even having the high awareness of it, there's no point in fighting the resistance. The point is, is that basically you suggested to the people in your inner circle, they get awareness of it or they already had the awareness of it through self-knowledge. But the comparisons of other relationships and how things are and like complaining about it, like, you know, and then not and not in any time, not ever thinking that basically you're not doing these prejudgments on your part, your new potential partner. Like, come on, like you bring the baggage from what you, what you previously created. You created it, you bring it to the new relationship, but you build it, but we equate it to knowledge and emotions. And how we utilize that, how we use it to the new relationships, it determines the future. It determines the present and future of that relationship with that party going forward. And all this, this, this high level, of the, this rate of this, uh, this, this, this lack thereof. It doesn't need to be. It just seems to be that people are making excuses to find a way, a way to keep it around. And that's honestly no way to live.
on that note, we we got a lot of work to do. Let's not get in our own way. Remember, life is short. Always live it to the fullest.